three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences past and present of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only, Asher, Asher Chua. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Mr. LaRon Bell, a good friend of mine from college. We've known each other now over 10 years, 11 years at this point, was when we met our first year of college. He was my RA, my resident assistant, and basically supposed to help you kind of navigate college your first year, teach you the ropes, where to go, um, resources that are available to you, basically point you in the right direction. And Ron did that for me and much more as a good friend, just looking out, helping somebody that's new to the campus, new to the area. And as you get a chance to hear from him, you just get, you'll have a chance to see like how his personality, yeah, how his personality really shines through. And we're literally driving at like five miles per hour. what is going on man and then so i instantly like pulled in when i looked over to the right mm-hmm. are you recording right now yep yep okay <laughs> uh, when i looked over to the right while i was driving i i i'm familiar with this uh center called the epic center mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's like a gymnasium it has a whole bunch of eateries and stuff like that it's like kind of like a little attraction in the lithia springs area and there were just like trucks like move like huge moving trucks that are like you know holding equipment there were like trailers and stuff and i was like yeah oh this is happening right next to my job in freaking <laughs> springs like literally <laughs> literally two minutes asher i'm t- I, I left my house i mean i left my house i left my job and i'm on the road for two minutes and i see cops flashing and you know we're black anytime we see cop lights flashing we always get scared so i was a little bit scared at first and then all of a sudden i see Traffic. I'm like, there's never traffic here. I've, I've been mm-hmm. driving here for the past There's never traffic here. And then I see that right. car on the track. And then I, see that, I was like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of a movie. Like, I was like, yo. <laughs> I just like turn in to the park lot. And the first thing I do is like, I try to find a parking spot that's away from the trailers because I don't, I don't want to like, you know, impose or something like that. So mm-hmm. I went up there and I saw a couple guys walking into the building. It looks like they were trying to get something to eat. I saw this older black gentleman. And I approached him. I was like, I was like hey sir like how are you he's like yeah I'm, I'm fine how are you i was like hey is is there by chance a movie being shot right here he was like yes 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 uh, there are two movies being shot right here and and he was like you know one's for a sundance film and another one is you know for one i'm working on and he was telling me about it and then another guy walked up what was that guy's name that guy's name was uh i think it was chris and he was telling me like about all the all the different things that happened there's like labor unions and like all these events and stuff that happened. And to me, I, I was still in shock or, you know, my, my, my mind wasn't like really all there. Usually I'm really, really good at, at memorizing names and like what in conversations, but I was so in shock that I was just like, I'm like in the middle of a movie set that like, I was just <laughs> listening and trying to comprehend and like try to have a conversation and not have a fanboy moment. Just fan yeah. out. And, um, lo and behold, like, so what he said was like, if you really want to, you know, get into this, he's like, I, I admire you for, you know, for, be having that courage to come up and and, and talk so like mm-hmm. if you have time you really want to check out the sundance film over there because that's that's really like that's where the artist because when i told him about what i like to do you know i was honest about you know being a dj you know she's like just like not, it's not my full-time thing it's just a part-time thing i'm a, a main guy data engineer but 
this film, TV, like just like creation, like just the artistic expression of it is what really means a lot to me. And I guess a lot of people don't really care. I realize that just a lot of people don't care about the art. Like, right. <laughs> just, like, just care about that check. Like, that's what he said to you. He was like, he's like, oh man, he's like, I really appre- like, I appreciate you saying that. And he's like, even though I'll be honest, I'm right here right now for a check. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, you got to pay bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, can hold you, hold you, uh, hold you for that. But, um, but he was like, if you, if you have that passion that I can see, you need to go over there to that sun desk. He's like, because this, this thing over here, I guess, like the truck. Um, mm-hmm. I found out actually it wasn't a film; it was actually a, a TV show. Uh, he's like, they're, they're just, it's just a machine. It's just like, just like, get out, get out, just a machine. But if you really want, if you want art, go to the Sundance uh, film over there. And like, I let the time and I was like, can't do it today. I got to go pick yeah. up my kid. So I left, went to go pick him up. And then today I went over on my lunch break. And man, when I tell you, I met the first guy I met, Roger. He, he stepped out of a Cadillac. I approached him. He was the one that told me that the name of the film was Dreamer. That they were shooting over there for the Sundance Festival. And then we started talking about uh, Caribbean islands. Cause I noticed he had a bracelet on his hand, and I could tell it was a Caribbean bracelet from St. Yeah. Croix. Then somebody came in. I guess like his 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 cue came in. I don't I don't know what he if he's an actor or what he is, but he was like it was nice talking to him. He walked in and talked to him. So then I went inside, kind of like hung around for. A second, like you know, not trying to be too creepy, not trying to be too out of place, trying to follow the same mannerisms as everybody else that was there, like the young black people that were there. And you know what the crazy thing was too is that like they were wearing one guy literally wearing the head the exact headphones that I just bought. They're like fifteen dollar headphones from Walmart. I mm-hmm. I never What's your on now? No, no, no. See, these are fifteen. These are fifteen dollars ones too, but these are Bluetooth. Oh, okay. I got these for work because I, I, I have, I've been using my wired ones at work for the past couple months, and like, it's not, it doesn't work. Like, I, I literally, I can't do what I have to do and not have to worry about tripping over. Okay, one time I pulled my lap, I'm gonna pull my laptop off the desk. Ooh. But, um, but no, he was wearing those. The other guy was wearing like a, a I think a, a fancier version of it, and right. so. Um, I, I, I really appreciate the fact that like they, they came up to me, introduced themselves to me, mm. and then some important person started talking to them. So after that important person, I think he was actually the main actor. Yeah, he's one of the main actors in, in the scene. Um, after he finished talking to them, I, I broke the awkward silence and tapped them both on the shoulders simultaneously and said, hey, uh, sorry to be, you know, ask this question here. I don't want to be that awkward guy, but is this a, a private closed uh, uh, session? <laughs> It's like a, I'm, I'm just I'm just a huge fan, and uh, they were like, "Oh yeah!" Like they looked around, and they were like, "Yeah, it kind of is." But um, actually, if you just like kind of like stand in the back and like you know you make sure you're out of the way, mm-hmm. you know you should be fine, you know. And and as long as somebody doesn't ask you to leave, but he's like, "But if somebody comes up to you and asks you to leave, then yeah. I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. I, I yeah. understand." Then they said, he's like, actually, you know what? We're not shooting upstairs anymore. So if you go upstairs, you know, I'm sure that'd be perfect because we're not set up there. I was like, all right, cool. So I went upstairs and got scared because there was a big ass light. Like, <laughs> he was telling me to go stand. So I'm like, I'm not going by that. <laughs> and then I, I went over, um, I, went to, I went to another way and I saw a whole bunch of people. And I don't know if those people were about to film or not, but I was like, I'm not getting there. <laughs> so. I walked back downstairs and I actually went to leave. But when I left, I saw two people on a break. Black guy with a blue hat and a white guy with no hat. And I introduced myself to them and told them the same exact thing. Like, hey, I'm a huge fan. And they were telling me about, that's how I found out that the the, the 
car on a trailer was actually a uh, a, a, a TV show called Boomerang, mm. um, which I don't even know what that show is. I know the movie Boomerang, I don't know the TV show Boomerang. Oh, I think yeah. I did. I think I saw a commercial for it. I don't know, but I think it, it uh, may be but, on it may be on Amazon if you look it up. Okay, yeah, I I need to do that just to check it out. Um, but so one guy, like I mean, clearly they were like one uh, one guy saw he was eating some snacks, so clearly he was he was on a break. And after like two minutes of talking, he was like, "Hey man, it's really nice meeting you, but I got to run in and give somebody their makeup." Or something like yeah. that. So, uh, but then the other guy, Joey, uh, he actually uh, the first thing he 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 noticed was my headphones that I was wearing. Yeah. And I said that I was an audio guy, like I'm really into you know producing and like you know grip and and microphones and headphones, blah blah. blah. And like he pointed at my headphones, he's like, "I see your headphones, so we're already buddies." Even though I I, I don't know if he was if he was like joking or not, because like I yeah. said, these are 15 Bluetooth headphones, but I don't I don't know. Anyways, so then um, he starts to say like he's like, "Yeah, man, if you got some time, come on back and um, you know, I can I can have you listen in and show you some stuff and look at a card." And I was like, "Are you are you serious? Like, are you are you, are you, are you for real right now?" Yeah. And and he's like, "Yeah, man." And I was like, "Okay." Um, and then I started to walk away, and he started to walk back in the building. And I was, and he was like, "So you want to see the stuff?" And I was like, "Oh, you meant like right now?" Like, <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, but I, I was like stuttering. I was like, but I don't want to like. I'm not actually like a, a, a part of a union. He's like, man, don't worry about that. Come on here. He was like, it's better to ask for forgiveness and permission. And I was like, I'm not that guy. <laughs> and he's like, dude, come in here. I'll get in trouble before you do. I was like, all right, all right, let's do it. Let's go. So he takes me over uh, to his cart, his, his audio cart. He's like going through stuff and he pulls out an audio pack mm-hmm. and he like hands it to me. He's like, plug your headphones in there and then like you can listen in on what we're doing. I was like, oh no. I was like, these are actually Bluetooth speakers. I don't have an aux cable right now. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh dude, don't worry about it. He went back to the cart, got a headphones, gave it to me. He was like, but I got to get this back. Better not leave with this. So I was like, no, 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 of course. <laughs> so then like he walks me over to this, like sound rig where this other guy is sitting i don't know the other guy's name but he was real calm cool collected and chill yeah and that man just like stand right here and you know and listen and i gotta go do this stuff and then see you later i was like okay Literally, no, I'm, this is so genuine right now. I'm literally watching a movie scene on a small little, like, display on the movie cart while this audio guy is, like, putting up volume and I'm hearing the audio. Like, the, 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 like you know what? I was going to react the scene, but before copyright issues, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to yeah. do that. Like, like, yeah. Oh, man. Like, the scene, it was amazing. Like, they did it, like, two times and I almost yeah. cried because I was watching like film be created like art i was like oh man like i was having troubles like even like standing still but i was like i gotta do it, I gotta do it. <laughs> and i looked at the time and it was like 107 i was like i got i got a meeting with asher i gotta get out of here i gotta go back to work we gotta talk so <laughs> I, I, I i shook that guy's head i was like thanks man i appreciate it man uh, i gotta run back to work man i really appreciate it so he's like all right great meet you man and I, I left and then um i was looking for joey but the scene was going so i was like i'm pretty sure joey's ha- holding the, the boom mic right now mm-hmm. so i was like I'm, I'm i'm not gonna just leave it here and then walk out nope never gonna do that so i wrapped up his headphones real neatly i, mm-hmm. I put the, the audio thing i switched it off i put the, put it with the headphones and like i waited patiently for like to be a break and then you texted me too like at 114 <laughs> like when you, when you, <laughs> awesome, I gotta wait, get- wait. The audio keeps cutting out. Like, say that again. When I texted you, when you texted me, I was like, I saw the text. I was like, awesome. Like in my mind, I'm thinking because I was like, I cannot call you when I'm on this movie scene right now. 
Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was literally though, like right, right after after I texted you, the scene broke, and I handed him um, the headphones and 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 boom thing. And oh, I forgot one pivotal part of the story. I wanted to hand it to him and just say bye because I was like, I'll get his contact because he actually offered to add me to a private audio group in Atlanta that only has like 458 members in it. And, and he's like, he helped me search for it. And then after I found it, you know, he's like, I'll approve you in there. So I was like, once he approves me, I'll know what his name is on Facebook. So I don't have to worry about getting his name. So I can just get out. But he didn't approve me or like, I think what made it looks like, it looks like there's one admin and he probably had to like send a request to the admin to approve me. Maybe, maybe that's why I didn't have it instantly. So I was like, shit, I need his name. I mean, shoot, I don't want to cuss. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, then like, uh, as I was leaving, you know, he spelled out his name for me. And I don't know. I don't know if I, I think, I, I think I was probably like spacing out. I, I could have sworn he said J-O-U-I. I could have sworn that's what he, what he said, but cause he said his name was Joey. Mm-hmm. And so I typed it in and he looked at it and he said, oh no, no, no. It was like J-O-E-Y. So maybe I just, maybe, maybe I just misheard him. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Cause like my mind was so in shock. I couldn't even hear correctly. Yeah. Um, so he's. He spelled his last name. I added him, and the craziest connection is between us. I, I, I gotta ask about this. Somebody that I know who went to, I believe they went to Barry College that I used to perform speeches with, because Barry College is one of the biggest public speaking schools in, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And we're a mutual friend. We have one mutual friend, and it was that guy. And I've talked to that guy since college, but that's just so crazy that we became a mutual friend. But um, the last part, like I was so into my own while walking out of the building like after he's like you know great to meet you definitely hit me up mm-hmm. i'm walking out of the building and i'm like frantically typing in my phone to like to to, to add him and blah 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 with something else i was doing and i thought oh, it was yeah i was going back to the to the group that the, the, uh, the boom group or whatever mm-hmm. and right as i finished i put my phone in my pocket and looked up and there were two actresses in front of me that were preparing to walk into the building on the next scene and i was like i'm so sorry and i just like boy i was just like oh my god like and they just laughed at me because you know that's when millennials just walk and look down at our phones but, yeah uh, oh you you about ran into them because you're on your phone and texting almost like like i was if i would have walked for like maybe six more seconds yeah i would yeah i would have i went to them but um but it's funny that that even happened because i what i typically do i started doing that at work since i, I work and walk at the same time i yeah. like made it normal to actually hold my phone upright so mm-hmm. that way i can see my peripherals or whatever even though yeah. it looks to do that yeah, yeah. Uh, i got you you're aware because you know the data center you can't bump into stuff right but right. um but yeah but then as soon as i got in the car i drove for like maybe two minutes i think and you hit me up here we are awesome man i'd say that's the best intro i've heard just yet <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we were supposed to talk about but i was like i don't <laughs> care i don't care however we start the podcast is like that's how it's starting like even when i I hit you up I was like hey it's gonna take me a minute to jump on but I was like you know what let me just go ahead and hit the link like my dad is about run out for the month there's like eight days in it and then maybe I have like less than 10% because I've got like five gigs to where I don't yeah. spend a lot for it but as I probably do this I may upgrade if I need to like do the podcast remote say from the car or like wherever I am 
And yeah. um, I was like, hey, let me just jump on here. So I like got, went ahead, clicked the link in my calendar, and I was like, let me try my shot at the introduction. So when I send you this file, like I'll have like a rough intro. It's like, hey, I'm talking to Ron. Uh, this is how I know him. We go back about 11 years. He's like the first person that I met in college. He was my RA resident assistant. He like showed me the ropes about like what to do. And it's like, if it works, cool. If it doesn't, hey, fix it on the next one. Just keep it moving. That's it. And what's funny is that uh, I I did some organization yesterday, kind of preparing for the one I'm supposed to put out today. And I just went through like date by date. You know how we are like uh, engineers. You have that like organizational mindset. So I went ahead and I just like made like a mini spreadsheet in this um, Microsoft Office app called OneNote where you just put stuff in there and it always saves it as it's running on your computer to where you don't have to like save a separate file, but it'll categorize it or whatnot. But essentially I was like, okay, let me put down the count recording number, the guest, the date I recorded the, the, the uh, podcast, and then put the release date next to it. So since I started on the 1st of October, I was like, okay, every Tuesday at 5 p.m., I'm going to release one. And I was like, okay, so right now, by the time that I'm doing this recording with you, this is number 24. And if I keep the schedule, like this is going to come out March 10th of 2020. What? So I'm like... I'm like, okay, we've organized it well enough to where there's enough content for this for this year. And not only that, but like if I have a chance to do the editing like I want, this may be the first week where I can release today's and then kind of chop the video into little parts to just be like, oh, okay, this this video might be like, or audio may be an hour or two hours and a half. So I'll put that out there and then I'll just say, oh, here's like 15 minutes of it. Here's another 15 minutes. Here's another 15 minutes to where like you get a quick story and it's like, oh, okay, that, that sounds interesting. Maybe I want to hear it all the way through or hey, maybe I don't even want to bother with that, but like giving people options to like kind of start to get feedback to say, okay, like this is what's working. This is what's not. And then if anything needs to move around, move it around. But um, I don't know if I mentioned that as I'm like, I took some time off of work and now that I've gone back to doing like the job hunting and like having my head on straight, it's, there's a possible job out there and it's like, I don't want to jinx it, but if it comes up, I may have a chance to be either in the country or out of the country. And by the end of this year, if I go ahead and finish what I want to finish, like I can have this entire year and 2020 mapped out to where put it out automatically and just let it do its thing. And then if I need to get in contact with somebody to just say like, Hey, can you manage this while I'm out? Like they'll manage it and then do the same thing. Start with the real estate and say, Hey, this is my plan. Let me find like an attorney. Let me set up the LLC. Let me do like basically putting systems in place because it's like the whole reason we went to school is to learn how to operate in a system. But sometimes you get stuck in the mentality of like, oh, they didn't tell me this, they didn't tell me that. It's like, okay, no, like now the game's flipped because it's like, although they didn't tell me, I got around people that were in the same position like Eric Thomas and it's like, okay, they didn't they didn't tell me what to do, but somebody else like told me, somebody else put me on the right track. And it's like, he says, he always highlights the GED because that's where things change from. He's like, I took a GED, turned it into a four-year degree, took the four-year degree, turned it into a master's degree, took the master's degree and turned that into a PhD. And now taking the PhD to turn that into a Nobel Peace Prize. And it's like, Ooh. just watching that, that whole progression that he's doing, if you see what he's doing online now, 
it's not far fetched that he's gonna get the Nobel Prize. That's why he's the hip hop preacher. He's yeah. literally a preacher, which I didn't know that at first. Or I mean, like I didn't know it consciously because I was like, oh, I'm just watching his videos on YouTube and I'm excited about it. But like the more I kept watching, I was like, this sounds so much like the things my dad's telling me. But sometimes it's easier to receive something from somebody outside of your family because they have like. A different tone I was like okay like he's cool with it like he's got the hat he's got the shirt and the shorts he looks like me he's a black man like he's from Detroit I'm not from there but it's like the, a lot of the things he's saying I identify with and then when he speaks to you it's like he's speaking in the camera but he's like refined his craft over and over and over and over and he started with putting the YouTube videos out like they were doing that where his videographer at the time is like one of his main guys that he started with, Carl Phillips. And every time that he speaks, he always talks about Carl because he recognizes the value in the person recording it because he's like, yeah, I might have the voice and the presence, but if there isn't anybody filming this, like it doesn't matter. Like I could be doing this in my corner. It's like, oh yeah, I'm sweet. It's like, nobody knows you. The, uh, yeah, just kind of seeing that and just seeing the different levels to the progression. It's, it's like when you really start to study somebody, it really like, it, it really takes your mind to a whole nother level. And, and one thing that he said recently, I was watching one of the TGIMs that they like clipped from one of his events and he was talking to educators specifically, and he's, he's always been in the school system. And one thing that he said was that he didn't get the PhD to be a speaker. He's like, to be a speaker, you don't need a PhD. But he said he understood studying somebody like Malcolm X. You can't hear me? No, no, I was saying, like, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I, gotcha. I know that. Technically, you don't actually need any degree to be a public speaker. Right. But, but what he said, which, like, hit me, like, I was like, wow, I got to send this to my sisters that are educators. But, like, he talked about before, he talked about putting the mask on you first. Like, you got to take care of you before you go and you take care of students and like you're in this vital position where you're making this heavy sacrifice to like you could have taken a few more classes and you could have gone and been a doctor you could have been a lawyer you could have had like this high esteem but it's like don't he's basically in, empowering like before he was empowering the students but he noticed that hey there's a gap here like I might be talking to these students to kind of encourage them and tell them okay like here's how you can do this but if I can talk to the teachers that are teaching the students and if I can get them better, then they have the tools to be able to like take what I'm saying and use it once I'm gone. Because like if I'm not there, I've got to give somebody something that they can work with. And if they need me to come back, it's like, OK, you've already added value into my life. Of course, I'm going to call you back and be like, oh, come come speak and not only come speak for free, but like I want to write you a check now. And the I guess I said all that I kind of got off off topic, but what he said was that he understood that he needed to get a PhD in order to change a culture. And when you talk about like the black community or the black culture where you see certain things are a certain way, he says before he had something like the St. Louis incident where he was going and trying to talk to these kids and they're just bugging out like kids don't want to hear speakers speak or anything like that. He's like, they're over here acting a fool or whatnot. And he's just like, he just shut it down for a minute. Like, okay, shut everything down. Like, you guys had a rapper here yesterday and they came here to take from you. Like, I don't want anything for you. It's like, there's not many people that look like you that come to speak to you and show you that they care. Like I'm coming here for free. There's corporations that pay me a hundred thousand dollars for an hour of my time. Like I'm giving you more than that time for free to show you that 
I care. And you guys acting a fool in here being disrespectful, that's not that's not helping me and that's not helping you. And the thing that he really touched with with their heart. Did you see that? I I think like I remember like did that did that did he do that at more than one school? He did that at one school when he said that. Well I'm sure he must have said it in more than one school, but I know there was one video that went viral and it was like St. Louis and um I think it's called like nothing funny. But essentially um so he just put out this new book which is called you ain't the boss of me and essentially it's supposed to be geared towards um elementary school kids and high school kids to where it's like it's simple enough for them to understand but the thing that's powerful about like this book and something like who moved my cheese that i was referred i was referred to that by him watching one of his videos talking about what's your crossover and making it a specific suggestion where he talks in this video and he says like okay he's talking to a group of kids and he's like how many of you hate being told what to do and he's like 90 percent of them raise their hand and that's just not kids that's like every adult like people hate being told what to do it's like don't tell me how to drive don't tell me what signs to read like you go up to read a menu like i worked at this coffee shop for three years and people would come up we have a menu out before you get up to the window once you get up to the window there's another menu there that you can look up at it and make your selections and then there's a menu at the register where we can kind of use it as a cheat sheet and somebody you can hand them a menu like a physical menu if they come to either window because it's like this little cabin that you're in and then if they walk up they can stare at the menu to make their decisions but I, I got frustrated initially on the job where I was like, why do people just walk up here? It's like, we've got signs everywhere, but they don't read the signs. They're just like, oh, let me get a caramel macchiato. And I'm like, this isn't Starbucks. <laughs> but my manager was like, don't even sweat. Like whatever they want, it's you're better off like studying the Starbucks menu because at least they want to come here and get the coffee because it's like we're open early and they can come in like the 5 a.m. rushes. It's, it's real. But once Starbucks kind of set up outside our city, like on both ends of town, like, okay, people know they can go here and go there and get exactly what they want. They bust basically like suffocated us to, but whatever that that's, it's all, it's all fair in games. It's, it's part of the game, but um, I guess I, yeah, I guess I said all that to say like watching somebody not being like inundated with knowledge, kind of like where we are, where it's that you may grow up in a stable home or you may grow up to where like education is preached, but you don't have a clear understanding of what education is. And you just like, okay, I've got to go to school, get good grades, um, get a good grades, get into a good college, get into a good college, get a good job, get a good job, pay off my student loans or like get married, um, like have the American dream. And it's like the world's changed.